It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter, two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in, what do you bet on Twitter, with music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me, I have, as per usual, Aaron Cheddar Talk Flottam. Hi, John. You say as per usual, and uh, I apologize. I was a late scratch last week. Uh, things uh, weren't working well. Um, I'm still mad about the hater trade. No, I was out of town. I was on vacation. <laughs> and, uh, we got caught up in some other stuff, and uh, a dinner dinner invitation went a little bit late. And uh, I, you know, I, I thought I thought in my mind of minds, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. You know, I I had already done the week before was technically on vacation, even yeah. though we hadn't left yet. I was just off, which is great. So I thought for sure, I thought for sure, you know, like hey, you know, I can do this. I'll I'll, I'll pull it together on a Monday night, nine o'clock. I'll just ignore everything else that's going on in my vacation, and me and John will sit down, and then not a chance, not a chance. At all, so. <laughs> Things happen. We all get it. So it, yeah. it's good. I mean, we're back. We're back. Yeah, and I, and I, as everyone, I don't, I don't know. We didn't announce it last week, but this is now episode two of season five. Oh, well, that's that, right. right? We are in a new season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, actually, and, 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 and at the end of season four, the Brewers were still in first place. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, well, we'll we're talk getting, about that during the break. Yeah, we'll get into that. Really. Um, so, uh, that's, I know. that's called a teaser, folks. Right. Uh, I'll say it's uh, glad to have everybody with us again. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody realizes they can follow this show on Twitter. Uh, we'll mostly just talk about the show uh, and retweet things we say sometimes, but the show can be followed on Twitter at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can also follow me on Twitter at Not So Humble Host. And uh, Aaron, I know you're on Cheddar. You're you're on Twitter. I said your nickname already at the beginning of the show, but where do people find you on? on uh, uh, I've, I've noticed there's been an uptick in Russian bots lately. Yes, more of so more, more of the more of the female persuasion. Anyhow, uh, you can find me at Cheddar Talk, John at Cheddar Talk. And um, as we get closer to election season, I'm sure that uh, <laughs> I'm sure my it'll become more of a hot spot. Not, yeah. not that I, not that, not, not that we bring politics into this show, nor do I bring politics into really anything. I, uh, I just call things as I see them, and that seems to, that seems to make everyone mad. So <laughs> I, I just bask in it. And plus, and, and and if the Brewers don't pick it up here real quick, I'm gonna start going after some of Brewers Twitter here. Oh, jeez. So. All right. Well, there's that to look forward to. Everybody, we've got that. Truth. Truth. Um, I'm gonna say uh, thank you. I, I did have several people. We were at um, my wife and I and. Several of our children were at a uh, memorial service for uh, a dear friend we'd lost recently to to breast cancer. And so um, we had our choir because we were all friends through choir. And it's the, the biggest group of friends that I maintain contact with from college. And some people mentioned that they uh, they have heard the podcast. So I appreciate all of them. And uh, hopefully we'll see you all soon again under you know better circumstances. But and, and that, that was a the, uh, lacrosse. Choir, yep, right? UW Lacrosse okay. Concert Choir. Um, yeah, where you. I met my wife, and uh, we're several. There are several choir couples uh, there, so it, it that part is well, also well, kind of fun. Good for good for you. I'm I'm friends with exactly zero of the people I was in choir with at UW Spear. Okay, 
and anymore. Well, like I was, it's not like we had a falling out or anything. Like that, but, uh, I suppose if I would have met fight. my wife through choir, not my ex fiance, <laughs> probably. Well, but Trina anyways, and I that, worked it out really well in that uh, we were in choir together for several years. We even toured England and Scotland together, and then she graduated before I did um, because I had because a transfer. She's smarter than you. This is true, uh, but <laughs> also. Uh, I did have a, I did, well, I was in School of Ed, which takes longer, but she did have a double major too. So, I mean, she is smarter than me. I'll never take that away from her. But, yeah. um, and um, I, I transferred, I had to take a semester off to go to basic training and all that. So I took, I took a little longer too. Um, right. And I had terrible advisors who actually gave me awful advice that probably added an entire semester onto my time in college. But yeah, no, um, after she graduated, then we started dating. Not when we were together in school, but after she'd left and got a job and I was finishing up, then we started Lucky dating. Look at you. Yeah, look worse. At, look at that. Nice job. This is good, where... Good catch, John. <laughs> oh, no. It's definitely a good catch by me. She's uh, she's just stuck now, though. So right. well, That's well... <laughs> then, you played, then you played that piece. You moved the I rook win. and got her caught. Now she I doesn't win. know what to do. She can't get out. Um, no, a true story, though. King's so, Gambit. Uh, And you talk about how you miss semesters, and I know... I've talked about right. this with a uh, friend of the show, Tom Bonick before, because I think Tom was only, I think Tom has the same deal I had going. I started college in uh, fall of 1998. And like yeah, a lot I of did. kids, when they first go to college that don't know what they want to do with their lives, I kind of had a, a wash of a first semester. So <laughs> I, I passed four out of my five classes. And then I had a, a, a toxic sociology teacher that I didn't like and I just stopped going to his class so I got an F in that one um <laughs> but so so that's my first semester okay. I, I started in fall of 98 I graduated in spring of 2006 however I only went to nine semesters of school hmm. and graduated with 136 credits so it's not <laughs> like I took and and at one point I was uh double majoring um I started off as history but I, I most of the history classes I was doing uh, ended up being gen eds anyhow, so I didn't waste any time <laughs> on those. And then I moved over to mass communications because I was into TV and radio and stuff like that. And at one point I took on a minor of First Nation studies because I wow. absolutely uh, find it fascinating um, and I find it important to know about that. And then, uh, yeah, so I wasted a little bit of time on that, some on some geology stuff. But actually, I got through college in nine semesters without any overage, but it took me eight years because I went to basic training. I went to Nicaragua three semesters. <laughs> I was in Iraq and then another semester I was, uh, I was out in Montana ski bumming. So, nice. uh, you know, there you go. And, uh, yeah, so that's what took, <laughs> it's not, it's not like I actually took eight years to get through college. I, I took the, I took the difficult way through college. So, and I still don't use my degree because I still work full-time as an enlisted person in the national guard. So there you go. There we go. There All right, everybody. Are. There's your lesson for the day. Uh, at look cheddar out talk, at cheddar talk, pay attention cheddar in talk. school, get a degree that, yeah. <laughs> or just, right. or just send your, just send your kids to tech school and get them a trade a job and they'll be rich. Or just an apprenticeship also works well too. Oh my God. Just There's money. Just, Yes, just do it. Can you build, find something you you're build, good at. Can you build a house? Yes. All right. Here's three hundred thousand dollars. Thank you. No, that goes mostly to profits to uh, building stuff and buying materials. But well, I know, but still, at the same time, it's, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, it's good work. It's good work if you right. can do it. 
All right, everybody, let's kick into you know actual sports stuff. The thing you came here for, other than talking about our college careers. So <laughs> we'll life philosophies. <laughs> send send your to, send your kids to tech school because you're gonna make way more money in the trades. Even though yeah. when we were in the, even though we were in high school in the nineties, was the trades are dead. Go to school. Computers is where it's at. And computers. If you can do computers, do computers still. There's yeah, still, way more money in computers than. But, the get, but guess what? Guess what? People who make money with computers do. They buy houses. Yeah. And they need okay. people to fix things in their houses. Okay. So you could work for those people or you could be those people. Either of them's fine. It's yeah, fine. Either rich. way. <laughs> yeah. Just right. just don't get a mass comm degree. The big thing, though, is that... Don't go, don't go into TV and radio in the You can 90s. still do computers when you're 50. Sometimes it's harder to do the, the body stuff when you're 50 or 60. <laughs> Good call. Uh, all right. Let's start everything off with a segment we like to call Our Main Event. Starting things off with The Main so we'll start off with Packers because again it's Wisconsin. So uh, the Packers played against the Saints. I guess I mean they had the whole full week of practice with the Saints. There were no secrets at that point. By the time they played the game, they have played against each other for a week, right? I mean, like the combined practice thing is the future of the NFL. Um, at least one of these, especially when you give up a game to add it into a regular season. Um, but yeah, I'm beginning to see more and more why a lot of the teams want to get rid of the preseason altogether is because they don't care. You can tell they don't care about this game. Not only do they not care who wins, they also will not play their starters. Um, no. Nobody did. Just nobody did. It was, it was just just nothingness. Just a just full on nothingness forever. Um, so it was. Well, and, you know, and the problematic thing about that too is like, oh, we never. You don't want to play the starters so they don't get hurt. Well. And, and it's not even about reps for the starters, but the problem is that you're never going to get a full, like back when, if, if you played, I don't know, seven out of your 11 starters on one side of the ball, you could gauge how good your backups were against the other starters. But now it's just all second team versus second team. It's like, I, it, there's, there has to be something, there has to either be some sort of minor league football, and we've talked about this on the show forever, whether it's the USFL, uh, the re- rebirth of the World Football League or something, or, you know, arena league football can't do it because it's not 11-man football, and that just is receivers and yeah. quarterbacks and running backs. Um, how, how do you know? How can you, how can you get the kid that you think might be the next person stepping up unless you have a starter missing on the first team but i mean it's just it's all second it's all second string versus second string yeah so i mean like what would have been fun to see is jordan love stepping in here but playing with the first um, right which to an extent he he somewhat did except for there's no lazard yeah. <laughs> watson only just came back to practicing this week and was not ready to actually run game speed yet right. he's still doing drills um he is playing with you know, a line that is missing a couple people here and there and playing with neither of the starting running backs. Um, right. So, I mean, to an extent though, uh, Dobbs is the guy. Uh, Juwan Winfrey actually had a very nice game here too. I think he's kind of locked himself into this team, mm-hmm. which they're running out of spots that are still open for wide receiver at this point. If you say, you know, you've got Lazard, you've got Watkins, another guy who doesn't play uh, preseason, uh, and you've got um, Watson and Dobbs. And then if you say Winfrey's your fifth, then you start really feeling like, well, Randall Cobb's on this team somewhere too yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
Well, well, and Samar- is the and Udonis Hans- Samurai like, Udonis too. Haslam of the uh, Green Bay Packers. He's just going to be here forever now. So, well, and then there's uh, the Samurai, right? Samari Toure. He's around there. I mean, do you yeah. go seven deep on this team? I don't know. How you do. And then there's Amari Rogers. Did he do enough this preseason to kind of? I mean, he's looked a little bit better on the the returns, but. I'm not horribly happy with the special teams to start off with this game. Special teams, yeah. we still go up giant returns just all yeah. over the place. Uh, that part is very frustrating. We, we still have every time I feel like we're about to get a punt blocked. But at, but at the same time, too, John, you know, it's like you said, it's preseason. You're not going to run your starters out there for anything, especially for special teams. Yeah, but so I, th- I think it's we I never put them in there in the regular season for the special teams either, though. But so. no, but there are starters that you put out on the field for special teams during the regular season. Like, I, I don't think you're going to run some of your people that might be playing special teams on returns and stuff like that. Um, that I mean, th- there are some. I mean, like, let's think about it. Like, uh, I'm trying to think back in the day. I think was it Sharper played a lot of Sharper played some coverage, right? Maybe and not not after he was been starting for a couple of years, but I mean like that's a long but, but I'm just further saying, like, back. Some of the, yeah. Well, Will Henderson was always out there. Yeah. All the time. This is a while ago. You know? This has not been the modern Packer. I mean, if it, if they start playing, well, starters, the modern Packer example is a terrible example. That's what so I'm saying though. Is like if they make that change, that, that would be good and it would definitely help special teams. But you wonder if Lafleur is willing to make that change in what has been essentially his philosophy of not putting any of the starters out there. There's a lot of Henry well, Black going on out there. Yeah, I know. You know. That's what I'm saying. It's like that. That's that's why I'm not really ready yet to punch the uh, punch the uh, uh, fire button yet. Because oh no no no! Nothing like that. I'm just nothing like that. It's because I don't think he's not willing to play starters at all. In no, the, in the preseason, and, much less put and that's kind of out on special teams, right? And that's what I'm so saying is I, like I, th- I, I think that yeah. I think that he knows that he needs to change his philosophy in the regular season on special teams because that's what's burned him. And you know they went on got um, help me say his last name. Which, for which position are we at here now? Uh, special teams coach. Oh, um, <laughs> Bisaccia. Bisaccia. I was going to say Biazio. I was like, that's not right. Chris Chris Biazio was a pitcher for Biazio. the Brewers back in the Biazio. 90s. Oh, the Biazio. Oh, Biazio. Anyways. Uh, but, uh, so good. Yeah. But yeah, so no. Uh, Makes me happy. Bisaccia. <laughs> no, and, I mean, and you know you know, he's going to make it better, but it's it, it, it's a willingness to be able to put those starters forward. And, it, and yeah. if LeFleur is not willing to put his starters on the field in – oh, hello, children. Um <laughs> <laughs> I have children that still awake upstairs, apparently. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is good. Dear God, what time is it? Oh, my God. How, get him to bed. Anyways, um, we uh, <laughs> if he's not willing to put starters on the field on offense, like to test out what they could do, like um, he's but, definitely going to put him out there on special teams. The so special team is going to fail. Uh, it's, it's a dynamic. It's a dynamic that's willing to – I'm willing to see how it's going to work out. Um, down in Kansas City – Mahomes has been featured in the first halves, uh, both games. And a lot of it is, too, that because everyone knows he doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore. He's got MBS now. He's got a whole cast of characters <laughs> yeah. that are unknown to him. So they're, they're, willing to, they're willing to try out to see how it's going to be. And of course, Mahomes, who's much younger 
then Rogers out there like, heck yeah, I'm going to run around. I had my knee dislocated on TV once and they put it back in place and I played two weeks later. You know, <laughs> I like ketchup. You know, like yeah. my, my my fiance now wife is a total mess but whatever you know i i don't care i'll get out there i'll throw i'll huck the ball around you know and plus yeah and, and and they're willing to do that and you know it's it's an older school philosophy that the coach has you know and we've talked about it for years and on this show it's like do you want to but packer fans are so gun shy after the jordy nelson bit <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the, a freak the white accident. the white Jesus of wide receivers on the Green Bay Packers. Like when he busted his knees, like this is the reason why you never start any. We are never going to start another starter in the preseason ever, ever, ever again. It's never going to happen ever, ever again. Not once, not not ever, not ever. Our best receivers down. We lost him. This whole season's a wash because it. Stop it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess and I Bakhtiari, just... Bakhtiari busted his knee just before a playoff game two years ago. Yeah, we should stop you know? getting ready for playoffs. No, we I, should stop practicing. My, my big just thing, though, games. is on the special teams is Don't I feel weights. like there's a, this was the spot where you had the best chance of seeing kind of what the regular season will look like because most likely you're going to see the same backups who are playing there playing on the special teams in the regular season. Uh, so I get a feeling like this might be kind of what it looks like, which is not great because you, you know this. You you love special teams. Special teams is about being a, a little bit insane and having a, a fair amount of discipline. Like you have to do exactly this. You have to you know you mind your lane. You know watch your lane. Right? Um, <laughs> it's like our, our, like a firing range. Like watch your lane. Um, watch and it is all about lane. the discipline of doing your thing, making your counting right. Blocking the one guy you got to block, following the lane you got to follow, and you're closing in, and, and doing it as fast as you can. Um, so it, it it requires just a crazy amount of discipline for some for a group of people who are supposed to play like like their their hairs on fire and their backsides catching kind of stuff, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm obviously willing to leave everything up to, to just suspended disbelief because. We haven't seen any of it. We don't know what any of this actually looks like, and they're not trying to show us because they don't owe us that. Uh, they're just they're just trying to see what team they have. So. On, on another on another special teams front, I love that the NFL um, can sit and jerk around with how where the kicker kicks off from, whether it be from the fifty yard line, their own twenty. It doesn't matter. Those kickers going to find a way to make people return the ball. Yeah. Like they thought, hey, you could you could make those kickers kick off from the opponent's thirty-five and well, tell them that they score a half a point for putting it through the uprights. They'll still find a way to drop it at the one yard line because that's a free kick. You know, that is <laughs> the like, other thing is like the there is though an incentive to preseason guy catching the ball in the end zone and saying, "I'm going to return this." Why? Because I want tape of me returning. Tape of right. me, you know, kneeling doesn't do me any good. I need tape of me returning. I'm going to show them. So they're incentivized to return as well. Um, right. Actually, in the CFL, if you kick it through the back of the end zone on a missed field goal or a punt, it's one point. Right. How great is that? Oh, my gosh. But their end zone's behind the goalpost, so it makes more it's, sense. It's, it's, it's too bad. And that it's that 20 yards deep. It's too bad that the players aren't really good, but Canadian football is lots of fun. It's a lot of fun so. to watch. It really is a fun game. They have three guys in motion at once running towards the line of scrimmage. It is amazing. Watch it. And go Blue Bombers. Um, yes. In terms of the offense, I think, again, and 
Paul Noonan uh, from Acne Packing, who's at, at Badger Noonan. We'll make sure we give him all the credit here, too, because he said this thing, too, on Twitter. Um, and he has been um, probably one of the biggest Jordan Love sucks guys out there uh, throughout this whole process. He yep. said last week he wasn't good, but he was better than the numbers. This week he was okay. He looked pretty good, but he's also like he threw 50% for just over 100 yards, but was better than those numbers. So he's he. there were several drops. He had some very good throws. He threw very well this last week against the Saints. Uh, and granted, it would have been way more impressive if they were starting their defensive backs, you know, because they right. have a very good defensive backfield, um, as do the Packers, of course. And so Ian Book looked um, pretty decent out there as well. Not amazing, but pretty decent. Well, and yeah, and, and, and Grant and Grant Bills from uh, Sports Zone Network, uh, he's out of lacrosse on WLTK um, at Grant Bills on uh, uh, Twitter. He brought up one of those things today, like you know, it's it, it's like going out fishing. This is his exact metaphor. It's like going out <laughs> fishing. Okay. Like if you go out fishing and you just throw out your line and you hit nothing for six hours, it's boring. Oh, yeah. But if you go out there and yeah, you get some hits, but you, you either lose the fish or a line gets caught on a branch or something like that, or you bring in a couple of fish that are too small to keep. It's like, yeah, whatever. At least it was fun. You know, yeah. that was fun. That was the exact thing with, um, and I 100% agree with that. Uh, That's on pretty good, yeah. Saturday, Saturday night, because he had some throws that, um, uh, besides the, the fade to, um, to do, to Dobbs, yeah, he had that the Dobbs, nice, the, 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 the end zone fade that that looked like a that looked like an NFL play. I well, mean, again, again, it's not a first teamer, but I don't think a first teamer would even stop that one. That doesn't even a, see it coming. Yeah, that was a good pitch and catch right there. <laughs> there but, was but one was, weird drop talking, was, where he where he like, just rifled it like three yards at a guy, like just just rifled right. the ball. You're like, you can put some touch on that one next time, there, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, but uh, but Love also had one where he was rolling to the left and he overthrew Toure, I think, down the left sideline. Yeah, yeah. And it was yep. like, it was like, and there was a couple other throws that he's made so far this preseason, especially in this last game where it was like, the wide receiver wasn't in the right place, but like he was putting the ball in the right spot. Like, yeah, they're incomplete. They're incomplete passes, but he's throwing it where it should be thrown, and he's throwing it to. If he underthrows it or overthrows it in another direction, then it's an interception or an incomplete. He, he did put play. the touch. Yeah, like you're saying, he put the touch to the safe throw where no to one else is getting throw. it. Was it yeah. Toure? Was it Toure down the left sideline where he just overthrew him by about a, maybe? A, I, I think you're right. Inches. There was also the um, throw into the end zone, which has been replayed yeah. several times, where he he's waiting, things aren't setting up. He rolls out to his left, which is not the way you want to roll if you are a right-handed quarterback. Generally right. speaking, it's it's harder to throw because your hips are in the wrong; they're facing the wrong way. It's hard because you want to you want to point your shoulder where you're throwing, and getting your shoulder all the way back is hard to more, do. But you can get more torque as a right-handed thrower throwing to the left or running to the left. You, you can, but you're gonna you are gonna cost yourself some accuracy. It's gonna be harder. Yes. Um, yeah. But he yeah, still, right. and then he kind of rolled slightly back a little bit to avoid pressure. And let off a throw as he's about to get hit that if it wasn't Patrick Taylor is probably a touchdown. It is where no one else can get to it. Taylor does the mistake of trying to catch the ball with his pinkies together when he should have had his thumbs together because that's a stronger catch. 
and it's that's a rookie move. Like he's trying to he's trying to body catch a ball that is a hand catch pass. Right. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's the reason but why. I mean, like, but, but I mean, it's 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 you're starting to see it. It was not like it's not like it's like well, Jordan loves a starter. Get him in there right now. It's like no. Well, at least it you kind of feel like because. The first year was no good. That was no. that 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 whole year was a mess. It was it was a COVID year. He had no preseason. Twenty twenty yeah. was a, it was a giant mess. The last year was a whole bunch of uh, a, a whole bunch of um, Rogers looking like Favre. Now, even though he's turning, even though he said he'd never become Favre, he has become Favre. Um, but uh, the the drama was taken care of before the draft this year with Devontae leaving. Yeah. And so Jordan's got a clean camp. And honestly, I if they're going to put out some starters and not put out Rodgers, I'd like to see Love play with some starters because I think he's maturing. And and like and like Grant Bill said on the show today too, he's like, at least you're seeing some sizzle. Like you're seeing like, oh, this yeah. is why we drafted this guy because up to this point we have no, you know, Jordan it, Love it, has this really. Is, this is something. This is something the preseason is good for. Yeah, is for these quarterbacks. Because when else do you see them? You don't. We don't have a JV team, which right. the NFL should have JV. By the way, flag football <laughs> JV seven on seven, because the linemen can get yeah. their work done, not in game situations. But we should have JV seven on seven, so these quarterbacks can actually throw some game time situations. You know, it's when, when else would you see Jordan? When when does Jordan Love get to showcase his talents? He doesn't. And he doesn't get the majority of snaps. He gets a much smaller amount. But, yeah, no, I get that. Right, and once the season starts, he's just you know, the backup quarterback. Welcome to Steve Berline world. <laughs> Steve Berline. First quarterback for the Jaguars, too, right? Um, uh, yeah. I, th- I think so, because I worked Jaguars at Jaguars or Panthers? He was Jaguars. Um, but anyhow, Jaguars, you're right. the other thing, though, oh, is... Oh, wait. Like, wait, at, was it? No, not Berline. Uh, that was uh, Brunel. No, Brunel came later. Um, he was their first great, good quarterback, but oh, Berline was there the first camp. Good, good point. Yeah, okay, um, right, the thing with Jordan Love, and, and this is the the saddest part, is like he definitely has a ton of talent, um, but he had he's got a great spiral. Did you see the spin on that ball when he throws it? He's, he's, he's got, got good... some arm. He has got yeah, real arm talent. The biggest problem is you watch him and you say like, remind yourself, this man had a different head coach. Well, he had like three different head coaches in college a different quarterback's coach every year. Uh, he got to the NFL. His first preseason was COVID. Uh, and then he had the second one. And it's like, he is so far behind in terms of what coaches should have been able to do for him and help mm-hmm. him out. And that's not his fault. The, the, the guy has the arm talent and the ability. He definitely shows uh, he has made large strides from the fact that he's, this is the first time he's really had coaching that has been stable for three years two years right. basically basically two years because the, the the before preseason stuff there was no camp that year remember yeah um, no camp no nothing yeah it was so he didn't get the rookie camp he didn't get all the other stuff he didn't get these things so he's he's basically gotten now two straight years of coaching from one coaching staff and he's, and, and, he's and, and Aaron rogers well. seems Aaron rogers seems to be playing along very well with him too like mm-hmm. not 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 you know embracing the heir apparent apart yeah air apparent air air apparent Aaron apparent no Aaron apart and part um yeah but like at least he's you know and it seems like Roger's kind of backing him up because this dude's taking a lot of a lot of flack on Twitter yeah. and the media and you know what he didn't deserve a single part of it he, not one bit 
Twitter, most of Packers Twitter is toxic and it's vile. It gets and weird, yeah. It is weird. Um, just look across the bridge over Minnesota and see what happens when you have a project quarterback like Kellen Mond, who oh. the, the the Vikings just went on and got uh, Nick Mullins for a seventh round draft pick from the Raiders because Kellen Mond, who was the uh, he's the third third only person in SEC history to have nine thousand passing yards and fifteen hundred rushing yards behind Tim Tebow and Dak Prescott. Which is good company in college. Yeah. Only Dak's been good in the NFL. Yeah. You know, um, although Tebow, <laughs> Tebow, Tebow got the Broncos to what? Two playoff runs? One playoff win, yes. One playoff win, but they, who did he beat? Was it Steelers? That's right. Okay. Steelers Anyways, at home. But yeah, so I mean, so Jordan Love is, Jordan, Jordan Love is going to be a project no matter what, just raw talent. And, I think he knows it. I think he knows the timeline with Rogers and, uh, you know, and we all think we're so smart out here being like uh, armchair <laughs> quarterbacks and, you know, even our buddy, Andy Herman, like they're not that inside enough to know, like, you know, that Rogers has told him, here's how many years I'm going to be here. And <laughs> the pa- what and Aaron, the pa- if it's up to Aaron, he's saying, I will die in this position. <laughs> but I mean, but not to another player though. No, I mean, I like I, yeah, I think his maybe. relationship with his players and the other players on his team are different than media as well. Yes. As it should be yes. like, I don't tell people who I don't work with stuff. I know about work. Why the, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh-huh. I, I, it, it literally takes my wife saying, yeah, my husband's been in the military for 25 years for me to like actually open up on it. Otherwise I won't say it because I don't want to talk about it because it's a world that you don't know. And, you know, being an NFL quarterback, being an NFL player is even a more exclusive world, you know, and they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about what they say to each other. Do you really think Aaron Rodgers comes in there? Aaron Rodgers got treated like S by Brett Favre. Everyone knows that. Yes. Okay. So Aaron, Aaron Rodgers might be doing this diva thing at the end, like Rodgers did. Do you really think that Aaron Rodgers does? I don't think he has the mental, I don't think he has the capacity as a player to player relationship, I won't speak to his personal relationships, yeah, but I don't knows. think he will do another player dirty like how Brett He's Favre been... tried to do him dirty. Yeah. Like I I think he I think him and him and Jordan Love are communicating. There's no question about who the backup quarterback is. That's we're the thing that makes it in, easier. Yes. We're not bringing in another backup quarterback. Jordan Love's not leaving. The fifth year option is going to be picked up on Jordan Love. Regardless, I can Ooh. guarantee you that right now. Ooh, hot takes, I can, everybody. I can, guarantee, I can guarantee you the fifth-year option is going to be picked up because you're not going to invest four years in a guy to be Aaron Rodgers' backup to let him walk after the fourth year for what a fifth-year option could be because that fifth-year option still costs less than bringing in a veteran quarterback, especially someone who doesn't know the system. Maybe, depending. Uh, it's a lot a of money because it's it's based oh, on the yeah. the transition tag from the year he was picked up. So he's going to get paid like a top ten guy from then, which will be less so because it's four years down the road. Yeah, it's still a lot of money. Hey, uh, John. We'll John, anyway. by the way, you need to get the sound effect <laughs> and like let that off when I'm at like the four minute mark of a rant. You know, sometimes <laughs> I go a little too long. Just you're, you're hey, nailing it when I'm when I'm right around like. When I'm right uh, around, like, you don't draft a first-round guy and let him... 
All right. Thank you, Aaron, for your time here today. Moving on. That's to wonderful. Segment. Thank you. Thank um, you. The what uh, Tyler Goodson looks like he might be the third guy, mostly because his pass catching looks better than Patrick Taylor. Patrick Taylor's got a little more hit. Uh, Goodson looked good this last week. Ten rushes for forty-two <laughs> yards. Did, did, um, didn't we have did, didn't we have a running back in camp named Goodson last year? That was oh, not shoot. this guy. No, uh, no, it wasn't this guy because he was still playing in Iowa. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, no, so that's kind of where I think that's headed. I think we're, we're lining up a lot of things. Uh, coming up, was it Kansas City this next week? They're talking that the starters will get more actual play, getting ready for that week, which would be a change from last year where they continued to not care. Uh, so yeah. letting, especially like Jair Alexander and Stokes and um, and Rasul getting out there and doing something. Russell Douglas saying he wants to play and he's hoping to play this week. So maybe we'll get a little bit of something just to get them warmed up. Uh, if the Packers we'll were, if the Packers are to commit to Rodgers playing on on uh, this game, what 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 day is is Sunday? Sunday on this oh, game? I'll double check it. It's um because I know it's been back to back Fridays so far. They don't play Sundays usually in the preseason. So um, good point. Oh, I'm trying to see was it so the twenty fifth? So that yeah, that'd be was it uh, Friday right? Or is it three? Yeah. No, sorry, that's Thursday. So wow. yeah. Two, two Fridays and a Thursday. Well, we've they've yeah. So this week Thursday, uh, seven o'clock against the Chiefs it, at Arrowhead. Uh, so yeah, that should be it should be interesting if they're if they're gonna commit to if, actually playing some of these guys. That'll be interesting to see. and It'll be kind of fun if, if they were if they were to commit to Rogers playing against Mahomes, which has never happened. It's true. Never. If that's the first time they ever play against each other in a real game, this is going to be amazing to ESPN, Fox, and ABC all at the same time. Like, oh my God, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Quickly. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> but yeah, that's that'll be the, the, the lineup here getting ready for week one. So by the end of next week, we will have we will have our cuts. We will have our, our depth chart. We will have everything lined up for next week. So Getting ready, I, I, getting tight into to, uh, to to seeing how this all plays out, and uh, everybody better have their fantasy drafts at least uh, kind of scheduled, like we have now. <laughs> right, uh, Wayne Larvey. Wayne Larvey. I heard him on the game this morning. He brought up a good point about uh, that that bit where you uh, uh, commit to having your starters play the first series and get out. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that back in the Ray Sherman era, that on the very first play of a preseason game, Brett Favre threw an 83-yard touchdown on the first play of the game, and the starters played one play that lasted seven seconds and got pulled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so what do we is do? That, now? Are we going to do a minute total, or are we going to do a? I don't have a good Wayne Larrabee. I should, <laughs> I, I, I should work on my Wayne Larrabee. But yeah. he's like, do we, are we going for a minute total here or a play total? Because, uh, yeah. yes okay so that's what we have for packers moving on into the brewers um up and down kind of week i this is exactly kind of how we we talk about the brewers at this point um yeah lose to the pirates and the reds beat tampa bay why not (laughs) tampa bay tampa bay uh then lose to the you know two out of three to the cardinals and then split with the dodgers what (laughs) Um, which isn't bad. Which and, isn't bad. Legitimately, I'll, I'll take, they no, should have won three. I'll take a. I'll take a split. Oh no, I'm excited about the split. Been three out, it should have been three out of four, but I'll take a split with the Dodgers. Absolutely, hundred percent. That's they're 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 one of the top three teams in baseball at this point. Maybe one of the top two. It might be just them and the Yankees at this point. Yeah. 
Well, the uh, Yankees haven't been hot necessarily here lately. Yeah, everybody gets a down stretch. Um, it's yeah. a long season, but that Yankees team is crazy. Uh, it, it legitimately should have been uh, three out of four. Uh, on Dollar Dogs night, uh, Brewers lose that two to one. Um, that's one they really should have had, I feel like. They had a couple spots there. Uh, Lauer threw a great game. Uh, it just it, it's, it's incredibly sad that they, they got that from Lauer and couldn't turn that into a win uh, w- was rough. And that, that, that's upsetting. Seven innings, two earned runs against the Dodgers. Um, he looked he looked good. They, they all looked good. Everything went well. Just they could not quite make things happen. And yeah, just the situational hitting is the thing that's killing them more than anything. It's we get a guy on first and second, or we got a guy in first and third, and, and one out. Just got to lift one, and the, you know then they'll strike out, and then there'll be a ground ball, or they'll hit it into a double play. The number of double plays we had uh, is is frustrating at times too, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Getting a split against the Dodgers is completely fine. It's legitimate. It is showing you are even with the Dodgers at that point, which is not true, obviously. But to pretend for a little while that you're even with the Dodgers. But then, of course, to come right back and lose two out of three to the Cubs, granted, on the road. Um, but the, the Brewers, they should have won every one of these games. Uh, I mean, Friday, Saturday, they let games just get away. The the 10-inning one on, on Saturday night was just... The, two different chances. They were up in the 10th, they're up in the 11th, and then lose. Uh, it's just it's just finding ways to lose that one is the one that's the hardest to deal with. Like Those two games, like in the one-run games, the Brewers have been able to be the team that finds a way to win those more often than not this year. They, they've had that kind of knack. They lost it for a little bit after the hater trade where clearly they're just something messed with them there. Um, just it's, something it's, did. It's still, it still is. I'm, I'm just waiting to talk at this point. So yeah. yeah well, ahead. it's messing with Hater more than the Brewers because he Obviously. has been terrible. Uh, he has a 16.2 ERA. 100% terrible, John. Terrible. Just, uh, That's just terrible. And I don't know what he's doing. He walks out ball. on the ball every night, and he's got yeah. the ball in his hand. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to throw this to you, catch a man." And then that guy is like, "No, wait, they hit him with the bat." You just wait till they take two out of three from the Dodgers in LA. Knock on wood. Uh, and then they'll find a way to be just insanely bad against the Cubs and Pirates after that. It's just they're just being right. weird for the sake of it. Um it's it's a strange season. Baseball's a strange game. Um, but again, Lauer's out there tonight again, and we'll see how this all goes. But you know, it's and, a long and game. I'll I'll go I'll go back to I'll go back to Grant Bills again, because uh, <laughs> I was listening to him on the way home and he he, he summed up some of the points that I was thinking in my head. He's uh, okay. at Grant Bills, uh, WLTK, uh, Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Um, and I was on this. It, 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 me and it, he was talking about it on the radio. I was talking about it on this podcast at the same time. Like, um, yeah, the hater trade. And in, in you you mentioned in text to me, like, too, like they, yeah. the Brewers figured out that there was something weird about he had a hitch in his giddy up and he's releasing the ball higher now instead of that kind of like half half angle release that he that's so devastating the hair the hair precedes the pitch and uh <laughs> and it's 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 not about the player sometimes but it, it took the juice out of the team like even if hate okay so if hater would be doing the same thing now with the brewers like 
it'd be different because it kind of took it literally took the juice out of the team like and everyone knows that and and even if even and everyone's like Stern's new he knew there was something wrong with Hater and he offloaded him just time. Well, then why didn't you take that ability to know that you're going to be able to cheat another team and turn into something bigger? <laughs> or were you too scared to try and pull it off? Like nobody else nobody else had no and nobody else had knowledge of that at this point at at the point of the trade. And so you just literally offloaded him for someone that you traded or released the next day, a pitcher we might see in three years. Um, and I'll feel that you won't bring up to replace Jonathan Davis and a guy who's we've barely seen, you know, it's like, and in, in the meantime, you sold out all the, you, you took all the air out of the balloon that was carrying this team. And I mean, <clears throat> they were in first place when by a, by two games when they left and the Cardinals are now up by five. So I will still stick behind this. Like, I still think it was a bad trade. Like I really do. I think they felt like the longer they waited, the more they were also going to start seeing other teams figure out what was going on with him. Cause he has, I mean, before the trade, he had the highest ERA, highest whip um, of his career. I mean, this was the worst he was pitching his entire career. And it was still good enough to go to an all-star game. It really was. Um, but yeah, no, just getting San Diego too. Now well, it's, it's just continuing to do the all-star game too, right? I think so. I, it's hard to watch the all-star yeah. games. No, <laughs> no, he didn't go to the all-star game because oh, yeah. the pregnancy bit. But that's another thing too. That's like this, that wasn't even brought into this whole thing was like, is he actually having the yips or the hiccups or the hitch in his giddy up or is he actually having a real life problem that has been exacerbated by ex, ex, exacerbated yeah that's yeah. one of the words i can't say thank you john you nailed it the first um, time actually <laughs> <laughs> lots of speech therapy when i was a kid there yeah, i got rid of the stutter but i still can't say some words but thank you um but yeah it was was it was it made uh, worse made worse by him going to san diego and being even further away from you know like having to move his wife after a complicated birth, like these are people like, <coughs> like, and, and I think, you know, this almost kind of thing, like, Oh, this whole, this whole thing, like him losing his control and everything else like that too, directly corresponds with a major life issue. Well, and, and the rest of us get time off and are expected not to do things. He got some time off, mm -hmm. but like, we're not expected to perform at a major league level. Like I, I can mail it in for like a week or two at work and everybody else is going to pick it up. You know, this is like <laughs> the high, this is like a pinnacle of an athletic. Yeah. You know, but... the, 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 there's, you can't just like mail it in. You can't just, you can't mail it in like you did 30 years ago. The other thing you is know, sometimes like, closers lose it and it's gone. I mean, that right. happens he'll be, everywhere he'll be every fine. year. I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be absolutely Could fine. Be. The long run, he's in a. I think I, he's in a real life crisis right now. And the one solid portion of his life was the Milwaukee Brewers, and they went, eh, "See you, bye." You know, they just offloaded him down the road. How does that feel? You know, the team that traded for you and brought you up from the minors, and you're a major part of the team. And I, I still think it was a bad trade. I don't. 
it, it, it deflated the team. And it, I mean, there's, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, John, look at the, and it, they're going to keep reeling. They're going to lose against the Dodgers. They're going to lose against Cubs again. It's, I don't think this, I don't think this, they're not going to pull it out this season. No, they I don't think they make the playoffs. Hit. They, no, they, no one no, on the team hits over 250. Yeah, I don't think they for, make the playoffs, no. Except for Brasso. No, they're done. Like, this team is, a, you you sold out. I, I think you're, you're still just, I, I mean, to a certain extent, you're like, oh, man. But what we didn't give up was the best player at his position, which is what you, where you were at. They didn't get a bat, they didn't get a bat for him. No, they did not. Like, they did not. Um, they, they got they got nothing for him. They got neutral for him. Yeah, they got they got neutral. That's the it's part that bothers me the most. It isn't that right. they traded Hater. It's I really felt like they should have been able to get more, especially since the Dodgers. <laughs> or, that, pardon me, the Padres like, were all in. Like, they were, like an like an like 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 a, a second baseman that strikes out two hundred times a year, but hits two seventy five, and I don't know, I, something, anything, just a bat, just a bat, like. Anything that works because right now we have no bats. Christian I'll also Yelich say this still, though: Christian Yelich is no longer a bat. Telez is like a prototypical prototypical first baseman from the 1980s. Okay. Hits from the left hand side. Yeah, hits for power. Got a big waistline. Makes some defensive plays. He's good on. But defense. I mean, I and everyone's like, well. Willie Adamas and like everyone gets so defensive about Urias and everyone gets so defensive about Adamas like Adamas hit so many home runs yeah he hits a whole bunch of solo home runs well that's not his fault that's anything to do with him I mean but 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 that's why I say it's like (laughs) he should be like the sixth or seventh person in the lineup like he he doesn't hit for average he's a big pop bat he should be at the back end like it's it's not his fault but he shouldn't be you know, the number three hitters, like there's no one on this team. There's no Paul Molitor. There's no Robin Yell. There's no Joe Mauer. Those there's guys no... aren't available. You couldn't trade for players <laughs> like that. Uh, Joe Mauer might be available. Yeah, today. Yeah, you could probably yeah. suit up Robin Yount tomorrow. But I, mean, but, but I mean, there's no, there's nobody like that. There's no like one pure hitter on the team. And I understand that there's $27 million sunk into Christian Yelich, who is supposed to be that dude, but he's not that dude. Yeah. Guess what? Swallow that mistake and go get that dude. <laughs> you, if that dude is on the market, you are not able to pay for that dude. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. Also, the teams that sold out, that they're like, hey, man, this is our year. Let's go big. Let's go big. Uh, Padres, Yankees, they've been bad since they did that. So everybody who's like, well, we need to go all in. You, yeah, first off, you're forgetting who we they'll, are. They'll still be in the World Series. Oh, yeah, and the Yankees. And I don't know if the Padres will because they're worse now. They are a worse team than they were, and you know. Also, they lost a guy to PED use, but they also were already losing before that happened. Wait, who did, who did they lose to PED? I'm sorry, I've been Tatis Junior. He's out the rest of the year. Oh, really? Yes. Um, hey, so, just yeah. just so, hey. So anybody who's listening to this, I've been camping in the wilderness for like yeah. the last two weeks, so like I'm really catching up here really quick. Tatis is out for this year? Yeah, PED use, eighty game. Oh my god. That's, that's the rest that's, of this season. That's... So they okay. went out and said, let's go get I'll, I'll Soto. Let's go get Hayter. From 30 seconds ago. Yeah, right. Padre said, let's go all in. We'll trade all of everything we've got. We're going to get Soto. We're going to get Hayter. And we had worse than we were the day before we made those trades. They are a worse team now for having done so. And the Yankees 
the Yankees pick players over chemistry all the time. I mean, it works because guess what? It works because it's baseball. And baseball is kind of an individual game wrapped up around a team game. So yeah, it's it's a little different that way, and, and they'll sort themselves when out. Have, when, you, when you have four players that are worth three hundred thousand, three hundred three hundred thousand, three hundred million dollars a piece, that's yeah. Also- Meanwhile, the the Tampa Bay Rays are, are sixty six and fifty five. They never trade for anybody. They are always trading away. That yes. team is always trading away. We have become a weird spoiled fan base at this point. In for the Milwaukee Brewers, who are bottom half of payroll saying like man we need to be in it we need a world series like we're we've just had the longest stretch of playoffs that we've ever had we put up and and people defend it putting up pennants for wild card appearances don't forget who we are enjoy that there's a winning team right now like this is a winning team that is that's doing fairly well in this season but yeah it's not a world series team right now you don't make, but, the but, big it, but it's, but it's, but it's a harder, it's a harder pill to sell, John. That's harder ticket to sell when you say that. When the teams like the Tampa Bay Rays and uh, the Royals, when they're not winning, even Just... the Chicago White Sox, and who are a major market team, yeah. and all these other teams don't aren't in the top ten for ticket sales in Major League Baseball. Milwaukee consistently is in the top 10 for ticket sales mm-hmm. and i they, go every they, year because they, they pack this they pack the stands because and... here's the thing is like that's why i always try to go to several games a year is because atanasio for as much as everybody hates him now for not doing way more he increased payroll he has gone out and made these trades he has changed general managers and has had one of the most successful runs of brewers ever we have now right now the winningest brewers manager ever um, and it's like, okay. And we're going to be mad at everybody that we aren't going to a world series this year. It's like, okay. And come on. I mean, like, I get wanting higher expectations for your team, but I'm going to go to this game. Also, winning also brings money too. Like it, it goes know. kind of the other way too. They don't start. I mean, like if you have it, a business, it, you don't it, start it, putting it, more money it, into it, your it, business. It, if your business isn't making money. If you get an inheritance, you say, like, I guess they're putting money in my business that isn't getting more customers. If you start getting more customers, you put that money into the business. If you stop going to the games, the Brewers will have less money. They'll get worse. They're putting money back into the team that they weren't even making. And now, you know, the fact that there's still fans there, too, is great. But, I mean, like, they put money into the team to do this. I go because I want the Brewers to have the money to do these things. I go because they deserve my money at this point. And it's the only way I can make the Brewers actually more valuable as a team to go to is to consistently buy the tickets. That's the only thing that'll get those things happening. It's circular in that way. It's kind of terrible, it right? Is, it is circular, but at the same time, I just it, it's it's so hard to it, mm, like it's yeah like 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 where's it like where's it at and i know we talked about this two weeks ago on the last podcast Mm -hmm. is that like how much can they spend it's like well they can spend as much as they want yeah i mean these people are billionaires well it's like the marlins like this is not this is not it's not the difference between buying uh heinz ketchup and um value best ketchup (laughs) this is like like these people have enough money to make the difference, but they just choose not to. Like, right? And, and because I get, the team I get isn't that, making I, the money, right? And it's 
They made their money from somewhere it's, else that wasn't just, baseball. It's, just, it's, 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 it's almost like a farmer, like how much you're going to gamble on what you're going to plant in your fields every year. And, you know, how much are you going to drop into the team? And I, I think that a lot of the animosity towards Ananasio is that it's not like it's not like the Royals where we we were a terrible team for 40 years and then we had a good two-year run and now we stink again or the Houston Astros where they stunk forever and now, now he's just holding them at like a I'm just gonna suck your money level and we're not gonna get any better you know there's 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 no payoff there's no payoff to it. Like there's not, you know, and there has never, there was in 20, 2019, 2019, 18, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. But when did they lose to the Dodgers in the years all run together now? But yeah, Anyways, I get what you mean. but yeah. So, I mean, it's like it, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to go potty on the pot or get off the pot? You know, what are you going to do? Like, we're just, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, to a certain extent, it's we could enjoy the best stretch we've ever had, or we can sit there and feel sad that we aren't the Yankees. And, and if you just want to choose sadness, we can do that. But the thing is, is I, I, the biggest way that the problem that everybody has looking at this is everybody says, like, man, he's a billionaire. If I were a billionaire, I'd make the Brewers win, and I'd spend a billion dollars to make the win. Like, he didn't make his money from the Brewers. The Brewers mm-hmm. didn't make him a billionaire. He became a billionaire then bought the Brewers. The Brewers don't make him that much money. His business does. He's got a business that makes him the money. This is like a, a hobby that he has. That he likes to see them win, and he would like to get a World Series. But let's also be honest, they weren't a bat away. This team was not one bat away. And they got a lot of guys in the minor leagues that look pretty decent right now. But do you trade them all away to go get a bat that won't get you to the World Series because it'll make you feel better that you made a trade? No. That would be bad business in, in reality. And... Well, just I bring, guess that's bring the thing. All the, like, bring all those bats up from the minor leagues and just let them start hitting. It's got to be better than... they got a couple Taylor. guys. If you start seeing some of the stuff uh, like Chario and uh, some of these guys down there, it some of them are kind of fun. And we'll see them in two years probably. But, I mean, like that's yeah, just the way it goes. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why there is a minor leagues. It's just bring them up now and just have them lose their confidence against guys throwing 98 all day. It's not... I don't know. Oh, like bringing guys up from college football to play in the pros without yeah. a minor league system. Yeah. No, that would be better to have a minor league. But, I and, mean, and just, and they, or they USFL just, being valuable yeah, again. And, yeah. and, they just, and they just all lose their confidence before they can get to the NFL. And we lose Killing quarterbacks. You're, you're better yeah. off being like the third best quarterback in the draft class. You really are <laughs> right. because you'd be drafted by no. a better team right. with better receivers and a better line. Or, or, or like Tom Brady just drafted to the Patriots behind the right. Bledsoe with zero expectations. Yeah, yeah. And then here we go. Rodgers had the same. I mean, it's those are the two best quarterbacks of our generations. Generations. Like, <laughs> literally. And they, they didn't have any. Even Favre didn't have expectations. He was drafted in the second round by the yep. by the, by the Falcons, Falcons yeah. and trapped, drafted or traded over to the Packers. Like, but yep. the, why? And it's like to a team that had a starter. Yeah. Hey, Mahomes didn't have any pressure on him. Not particular. He was playing behind a team that he was on a team that was already a winning team. Yeah. He was the later pick. I mean, he started he saying 15, things like, but he got to play behind Smith. Yeah. So I mean, for like a whole year. 
And, and Russell yeah. Russell Wilson had no pressure on him. He Correct. just happened to beat out Pop Gun uh, Flynn. Uh, Flynn. That yeah. Flynn. Yeah. He had no pressure on him. He just happened to beat him out. Correct. It's like what the what the heck? You know, you you want to put all the pressure on these guys? Yeah. What are we doing here? Oh, we're gonna finish up here. Uh, say the I, only I, other. I, I'm 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 free ball. I, I'm free balling. You're just free falling here. Yeah. Free falling. <laughs> just going downhill for you, John. Just, it's okay, man. We have we have poured everything into this podcast. So we're just going to kind of wrap up. The one thing I'll say is we did have the Northwoods League. Is well, it hasn't completely wrapped up, but all the Wisconsin teams are out now. The last one was the Wisconsin Rapids Rafters. Um, they lost to Kalamazoo, so Kalamazoo is going to sneak into the Northwoods League Championship Series. Uh, I think against Duluth. So if there's Duluth oh, at least. That's good for you, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Kalamazoo and Duluth playing for the championship. Yeah. I mean, that's a weird one because, uh, Rapids had such a great season, uh, and just, they, they struggled a little bit against the Woodchucks, the Wausau Woodchucks. And then they came out the next one and they just, they could not beat, uh, Kalamazoo. So congratulations, to those two teams, uh, going on to the Northwoods league championship series. And, uh, you know, once there's no Wisconsin team in it, I kind of back out. Uh, I learned that soon. Hopefully we'll also, I mean, we'll be starting to talk Badger football very soon. Uh, and then of course we'll be able to start doing things like our, our last call. We'll have things like volleyball and all those things going again. So that's getting ready for trying to talk as quickly as we can through a lot of things as we start adding in all the other sports again. <laughs> so, and John doesn't know this yet, but he's being, I live, uh, 12 minutes from the Illinois border. I am going to have to start placing. We're, we might have to have a betting talk at some point here. <laughs> betting football bonus episode I will, talk. I will. Yeah. I will only bet football. <laughs> I will not bet any other sport. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you again for joining us for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports talk. Remember to follow this show at Scott and Johnny Pod. Remember to follow me at Not So Humble Host, and do please follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.